Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Carol McLeod changed the way the world talks about kindness starting in 2006 with the release of her first book, Have You Filled a Bucket Today? Through her latest beautifully illustrated book, Best Bucket Filler Ever, we get to see where Carol gets her bucket filling inspiration. I am super excited today to bring you someone who has changed the way we speak about kindness. And I, I mean that very literally. Back in 2006, Carol McLeod uh, really wowed the world and gave the world new language with her book, Have You Filled a Bucket Today? And she's sold like 3 million copies and has like 10 books, all kinds of different languages, everything. But now... She has come out with a brand new book, ah, Best Bucket Filler Ever. And so I am super excited to bring Carol uh, to you today from Venice, Florida. A little warmer than Aberdeen, South Dakota, I think, Carol. Well, I think so, although it's cool for Florida standards today. As you can see, I had to put my vest on because I was like, it's cold in here. Well, and I <laughs> But nothing like South Dakota. I thought you had it on because it has a cute bucket filling pin on it. Which well, is... it does have a cute bucket filling pin. I just had my <laughs> PEO meeting, so I have to take off my PEO pin. But uh, yes, it does have my little bucket on it, which I always fills my bucket when I wear it. So, yeah. so, so happy to see you today, Nicole. You are, uh, in my words, a wonderful bucket filler. So that's oh, a compliment. It is. Thank you so much. And, you know, we had you on the Kindness Podcast before, and I'm just super honored that you would come back and allow me to be one of the first people to talk about the best bucket filler ever because this is such a beautiful book. And um, it's it's brand new, right? Now people can order it. It just came out. Yeah, it came out yesterday, February 1st. It takes a long time, as you know, to get things out there on the street. So yes, brand new. So this is a big week for us. And I am, as you are, super excited about this book. So when did you start working on this book? Over a year ago, well over a year ago, but I have to tell you, when I wrote my first book, I also I almost made it a book with God in it. I actually thought about it because that's my background. And but I thought if I did that, then it wouldn't be a character development book that a public school could use. Right. So I said, no, I'm just going to make it so that it's totally inclusive for all children and as part of the you know, bully prevention program and kindness. So I made a choice to not do that. And that was 15 years ago. And so it's taken me now, this is my 10th book. And I thought, look at that number 10. Yay. And it's like, I am just really excited because I, I think it's our best book, but I also think it's our most important book. Mm -hmm. So, and it's not always about sales. It's always about what is the message and how, how deep can you get in helping people live happier, more meaningful lives, even little ones. Yes. And, well, so and here it is. First and so the, the, I didn't even tell people, it's called The Best Bucket Filler Ever, but then uh, the subtitle is God's Plan for Your Happiness. And, and really throughout the whole book, I'll show you um, just these beautiful illustrations. I mean, just stunning, stunning illustrations. And the words that go with it are, are honest and gentle and easy to mm -hmm. grasp. But I'm curious, you know, this is out of your regular lane of of public schools and secular teachings why now why why well, this book now 
Well, one, I think timing is so important, but I've wanted to do it forever, and it's amazing that it's during this time that it's actually coming out. And I don't just mean during this COVID time, but I mean this time of unrest and this time of division and this time where people are not working together. And so I see this book as very inclusive, even though it does teach children that they're that God created the world and God loves everyone and God created everyone and God created us to be bucket fillers. It's for all faiths. It's not just Christian or Jewish or Muslim or Baha'i or, or Hindu. It really is. I mean, all of those faiths believe in a supreme being, a higher power who helps us that we don't have to do it alone. We can get help. And with the belief that God created us in his image to be bucket fillers. And that when we fill other people's buckets, which has always been our message, our bucket fills. Well, now this one says, instead of we fill our own buckets, it said God fills our buckets in return. Mm -hmm. That's God, that is how God wants us to live. And I believe that 99% of people believe that. They just don't know how to express it or give it words or give it pictures as Glenn has so beautifully done. So I see this as very inclusive, very, very diverse. It shows people of all colors and, and, and um, ethnicities and sizes and abilities. And, and I just feel like that that's the world. And we all, if we just work together, mm -hmm. and I think the timing is perfect for this book. Carol, what did it feel like to write this particular book versus your other books? Did it, did it feel different? Did it have a different flow for you or was it about the same? Oh, very different because, you know, now you're treading on ground and, and I am not a, uh, I mean, I have a, a definite life experience with religion and various religions because you grow. And now at age 70, you know, your, your understanding and your knowledge of God and the creator changes as you grow through life. And it, it has become very real to me. So I see this as a spiritual book and I, because it's not for any one denomination. I don't bring in um, Muhammad or Jesus. I don't bring in any of that. Just God, the creator who loves you and cares for you and hears you and you can talk to him every time. So I think, as you said, this book is very honest and it's very real. And that gives us that ability to do so much more when we can tap into that power and see that, you know what, if, if I can just treat all people with respect, I'm happier. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why that's so hard to, to get that being mean to people doesn't fill your bucket at all. And so I hope if we can start teaching early, which I believe is where, where it really begins, you build those kindness roads in your brain mm -hmm. starting at age two and three and four, we can teach children. And they are bucket fillers too, but there is a best bucket filler ever because he's there for everyone. Mm -hmm. I I feel um, like really kindness is sort of like a, a secret passageway where we enter yes. this we enter this secret passage thinking that we are the ones who are going to be um, stepping forward to help someone else and, and give someone else the benefit. And then we come out of it, like God meets us in this little secret passageway and says, wait a minute, there's something for you. I have something for you and, uh, and fills our bucket in that. So uh, I really, really love that. I'd like to go back for a second to your first book and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, talk about, have you filled a bucket today? So some people get their inspiration while brushing their teeth. Some people get it in the shower. Where did you have your aha moment for, for this? 
Well, uh, short story is I was talking to another teacher and telling her about bucket filling and she was having some challenges in the class. And I said, have you ever heard of bucket filling? Because I had been a preschool classroom teacher. I said, it's the best thing I ever learned. And I just basically explained the concept. I said, you just teach children that everyone has an invisible bucket and just get a plastic bucket and some pom-poms. And every time that they're kind or share or help or listen, they fill someone's bucket. And she just loved that so much. And she says, I wish somebody would write a book about it. And early there was the aha. And I was like, you know, here it is 15 years later that I had first heard the concept and there was not a book about it in the, in anything, early childhood, you know, elementary school. And that night I went home, got on my computer and I wrote it like I would be talking to a five-year-old. And I even gave it the title, have you filled the bucket today? Have you done anything nice for anyone today? And how you just make a decision to be a bucket filler. And that was it. And I think it was about nine months later, actually much quicker. And um, we had a book out the following June. So that teacher, and I'm just saying, why isn't there a book about it? And that started it. Mm -hmm. So are you saying that you literally wrote this book in one evening? I did. I actually <laughs> have the outline that I wrote. And I mean, it's, it's certainly changed. And then of course I had to get an illustrator, which I did. And um, later on, I added a concept, which I really wasn't sure about, about the, I, I wanted, because children depend on us to fill their buckets when they're little. But as soon as we get to be even three years old, we can fill other people's, but we can fill our own too. Mm -hmm. And so I added that later because it was kind of like, well, at what age can children actually fill their own bucket? Because little ones totally depend on other people. Yeah. But I do think that's an important part because as an adult, we better not be, t be depending on other people to fill our bucket because we're not always going to have a bucket filling day or bucket filling people around us. And we have to keep our own bucket full. We, we can't think like children anymore. Right. So, and I knew that that was true, but I wasn't quite sure, you know, at that age when we should put that in. But then I, you know, did a little revision and I put there that um, you can fill your own bucket too. And I also wanted to make sure I stayed away from the noun bucket dipper. I want it to be something we do, not who we are. Uh -huh. Because I think that's a very negative label that if you say to someone, you know, you're a bucket dipper. Well, no, we, are, we really are bucket fillers. But every once in a while, we all dip in someone's bucket. So minor changes, but the essence of it, not at all. I mean, I could, yeah. you know, the story is just so easy. We all have invisible buckets. I, I think it's so strange that this is a, a, a kid's book. Uh, and yet as an adult, you know what concept I constantly think of? The lid mm -hmm. for the bucket. Oh, yes. And, mm -hmm. and can you explain that concept for people? Because I feel like as an adult, sometimes when I get... Um, a text or a message or a, or even in person, although mostly it's over the internet, you know, behind the veil of, of electronics that people can be mean sometimes. So can you, can you share that with people about the importance of having a lid? Yes, and I didn't put it in the very first book because a lid is like your filter. You're able to filter out information for other people because not everybody is always nice. Mm -hmm. And a child will agree with that when you tell them, is everybody always nice all the time? And they'll say, oh, no. And I'll say, you know what? If our bucket was just out there and we let people dip in it, our bucket wouldn't be very full for very long. I said, sometimes we have to put a lid on our bucket. We have to really keep other people from dipping into our bucket. And actually that's kind of an understanding that even that mommy's having a bad day today or 
uh, that boy, maybe no one's nice to him and maybe that's why he's not very nice to other people. Children start to develop an understanding that not everybody's nice so that they learn not to take things personally because that's a wonderful way to have your bucket be emptied all the time. And you grow in that understanding and it, it's not that it never hurts. You do lose some of your happiness when other people are, are extremely mean and that those closest to us yeah. can dip the most because it hurts the most when yes. someone close to us lets us down or, or hurts us or disappoints us. But you know what? We can understand that that's another person and that we don't have to let them steal our happiness. And we can start to learn to take a deep breath and try to understand what what's going on with them. And children are amazing how really, if someone explains it to them, they can really begin to understand, well, actually feel sorry and develop compassion for someone who isn't nice, while at the same time doing what you say, being brave and keeping their bucket full. But that doesn't mean not crying. That doesn't mean not having hurt feelings. That just means that, that we can't dwell on it and, and be mad back and do all of that. We start to develop coping skills yeah. with life. Mm -hmm. And the more you develop them, the more you, you still have that softness in you, but you have a deeper understanding of other people and what they might be going through right now. Right, yeah. I, I've heard mm -hmm. um, people talk about positive toxicity before and how, you know, we, we can put our heads in the sand and say, nope, you know, everything's fine. I'm fine. You know, mm -hmm. it's great. And, mm -hmm. and how, how, um, how terrible that is for us as humans, because yes. then it doesn't give the other yes. person the opportunity to be sad or cry or say, this really stinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To deny the feelings, I know, is not a good way to cope with the things that are around you. It's be honest, actually be aware, because as soon as you're aware, then you can actually put your bucket on. I'm really hurt or I'm really angry or, or whatever that is. That's OK. Mm -hmm. But you don't stay there forever. Mm -hmm. You really don't. You, you understand that it had to do with someone else and really almost always has nothing to do with you. Yeah. That's huge to understand that. Yes, it and is. It, it helps you be happy, even if you're in a situation that's a very bucket dipping situation. Mm -hmm. Your bucket can still be full, but you, it doesn't happen automatically. It takes a little bit of understanding, but doesn't that lid explain it? As long as you don't keep your lid on all the time and, <laughs> and keep the joy from uh, getting into your bucket. Right, so. right, right. So talking to other adults out there, Carol, I know that you have a... Mm, I don't know if it's a mental conversation or how you would actually explain it with yourself, checking on yourself and your own bucket. Can you explain what that's looked like, especially during this pandemic? Yeah, actually, um, I, I do a bucket check. I kind of see how my bucket is doing. You know, is my bucket, you know, really full today? Is it so-so today or is it really empty today? And I actually kind of make sure that my bucket is full because if it's not, I'm not going to do well that day. Yeah. So what do I need to do to keep my bucket full is a very good question to ask. And the answer is different for every person at every stage in their life. So for me, you know, I have ways that I make sure I fill my bucket and I do fill my bucket every day. And I think everyone should. And when I, when it's empty, I, I know that I need something. I know that I need to do something or if you have, a spouse or kids or friends, you know, maybe it's not, maybe it's a friend that I need to talk to. Maybe it's a bike ride that I need to go on or a walk or, or, or soothing bath or something, you know, what is it? Is it listening to some music? Is it, you know, is it quietly reading a devotional? You know, there's, 
there's your favorite ways to fill your bucket. And, you know, it's just by checking in with that, you know, you know how you're feeling, but it's a great visual and it really helps you get through some of the things. Or I know what dips in my bucket. I know if I'm, if I have too much news going on, I, you know, and things that I can't change, I have to find my serenity and, and be informed, but not stay there all day long, mm -hmm. stay there to get what I need to get and then move in another direction. So I've talked with the kindness team before about what success means and how we, you know, at what point do you get to, to this spot where you're like, wow, like I have made an impact on people. Here you are, 10 books in, 3 million copies plus, I'm sure, sold. Do you feel like there's a time when you've said, huh, I really did it? Or is it is that not part of, of human nature to get to that point? You know, I think everyone wants a, has a purpose in life and everyone wants to have a meaningful life, whether that's having children and raising them, which is probably one of the most meaningful, you know, you know, I don't even want to call it a task, joys in life, I would say. I mean, I think everyone wants to. Um, and I do think that, you know, success to me is, is really about, you know, loving and being loved. And it's about sharing what you have if you're able to share, because that brings you greater meaning. So I, for me, that's a really important thing. That's success is that, you know, if, if, you, if, you, if you have the ability to help others, I mean, what is better than that? It's and, and we can do it in so many ways, whether they're just little, little ways or big ways. It doesn't matter. It's just that happiness comes back to you. And I think that is success. It's just, you know, it's just being able to, to love and care and share with others and then, you know, also feel that from others. But, you know, it's it's really not about me or you or anyone else. It's, it's just about, you know, bringing something better into the world yeah. in whatever way you can bring that in, whether that's with cooking or with books or with music, or you bring something in that brings joy to others. And I believe that that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. So, and, I, and I've seen it and I've had great mentors who have shown me and taught me and modeled that for me and lived full lives and knowing that one day I will see them again and just so thankful for them. And their pictures are still on my dresser in my bedroom because that fills my bucket first thing in the morning is to think about all those people who put into me and maybe aren't here right now, but yeah. they're still here in a way that affects me daily. Yeah. And that fills my bucket and keeps me going on saying, you know what, they're gone. And yet they still influence me in such a dynamic daily way. I think that's awesome. One of my team members just uh, said to me the other day, you know, it's it's a legacy isn't something that you leave for someone. It's something that you leave in someone. And I thought, yes. oh, isn't that cool? It is. Yeah. It is. We have a comment from Lori who says, I have the first book, so I'm excited about this book. So I would like to know uh, the title again, please. I'll even show it to you here. It's the best bucket filler ever. God's plan for your happiness. Uh, what else do you want to tell us about this book, Carol? You know, I think that if we start teaching children really early that, you know, you're never alone and God is there for you and God loves you, 
I think that gets in you really, really early. And then, you know, you might forget about it for different stages in your life, but I think it's always there. It's like you're planting that in there because I think that um, even children, I mean, sometimes when I, I will say to them when they're hurting or their bucket is empty, I say, you know, you need to talk to someone, see a counselor, find a friend. And they will say, I don't have anyone. I don't have anyone. And, and, and I used to question that, like no one, you know, and then I'm like, you know what? But I really believe that when you start to teach children about, I mean, we call it a higher power, supreme being. I think that there's someone who created you and loves you just as you are. And I think this book says it in such an easy way without getting into religious education. I mean, that's a, that's a parent's choice on how they want to direct their children. But I think children need to know that we are really part of one big family and that you know, we don't always do the right thing. And sometimes we're only thinking about ourselves, but you know what? We make mistakes and it's okay. Yeah. And God loves us anyways. And it doesn't matter because we weren't meant to be perfect. We're meant to just do our best and try again. And I love the message in this book. And I do believe that we are created to be bucket fillers. And as you said, that's where our deepest happiness comes mm -hmm. from. It's not something that we should do. It's something that we get to do and we can do it every day in any way, as long as our bucket is full, because that's the challenge of bucket filling. We aren't all walking around there with full buckets. That's so, right. And children really understand it because it's so concrete and children are concrete learners. Yeah. So let's teach them in a concrete way. We, we can't see God. He's, he's invisible. He doesn't always knock us on our shoulder, but we can, you know, when someone you love tells you God loves you and he probably even loves you more than I do. And you know how much I love you. I mean, doesn't that fill a child's bucket yeah. to hear that? And it sure does take the pressure so. off regardless mm -hmm. of our age, right? To know that, that somebody's for us. We all need somebody yes. for us. So yes. Carol, mm -hmm. thank you for um, being <sighs> for me and um, allowing me to share the best bucket filler ever uh, book with people. I, I really appreciate your time today. Well, Nicole, I feel the same. Thank you for your work and thank you for just encouraging people to be kind. And I will do anything to support your work too. So believe me, it's really mutual. So thank you. And thank you audience for listening and keep filling those buckets and watch yours fill. That was a conversation with Carol McLeod. Her latest book, Best Bucket Filler Ever, is out now. Connect with Carol at bucketfillers101.com. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section. <laughs>